Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. Welcome to the show. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. It's me, Nikki Glazer. I am alone in my studio in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I have wet hair. I just got out of the shower. Didn't have time to blow dry it. If you're watching on YouTube, that might be. Um, a topic uh, of interest to you of like why does she look like a slick fuck? You look great. Um, it's not grease. It's it's <laughs> water. What? Brian's here. Noah's here. You get it. Um, why we don't talk about how like wet hair to dry hair is such as a woman, it's a burden to dry your hair, and it's like a whole part of a process that men don't have to do. Again, I am not coming at men. I'm not saying you guys need to start taking longer between when you go out and when you get out of the shower. You just, it's an easier thing that you deal with that you may not think about our experience. I feel personally attacked and I'm offended <laughs> for all mankind. You but we have be. talked Thank about for- this before and I did mention, I don't know where, oh, okay. I can't imagine being a woman. <laughs> familiar. Um, but also it does take me a long time to dry my hair too. And I've been trying yes, different hair dryers, thick, hair. thick mm-hmm. lustrous hair, but you're always you under do really hat. thick hair. We're always under. And then I have my, and then that's I put, true. And then he puts a hat on it and he the, doesn't even style it. Well, that's the problem. I try to He's blow dry it with the hat on with. and it takes forever. What? <laughs> no, <laughs> I almost believed it. Yeah. Um, you're, uh, you're an interesting man, Brian yes, Frangie. Thank you um, for saying that. You are. You're very interesting. You're you're smart and interesting. So um, and um, quirky. Uh, this is. I don't want to start any podcast beef, but oh no. Um. I. Uh, so Tim Dillon was on Annie Letterman's podcast, and they yeah. uh they 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 uh friendly Imagine made this? fun of me. <gasps> friendly made oh, fun nice. of me. That's nice. You got a shout out. I got a shout out, but Tim said that I have the personality of a shoe. <laughs> and. <laughs> I confronted him going, about this already. Oh, this is great. What did he give you? Uh, did he give you 50 grand? Like <laughs> usually when he like has c- come at someone, there's famously an episode where he went over. He had like a, a, a class reunion at his house. You should listen to it. Annie and him talk about having this like, I think it actually might be pulled down, but they had a reunion. He had a class reunion yes, at his house yes. in the Hamptons and he called some girl a fat toothless bitch or something <laughs> like he called her a toothless bitch. And she does because she was like kind of drunk and acted like a fool at the thing. And then she it got back to him through his friends that she's really upset and like <laughs> can't get her life together. So Tim paid for her tooth for new <laughs> teeth for her thousands of dollars to like make it right. Uh-huh. So my Good question, what did you get well, out of this? Brian, are uh, you sure flight? he said a uh, shoe and not Jew? <laughs> no, I'm pretty mm, confident girl. it was a shoe because then he went on to describe the shoe 
And it didn't sound like <laughs> a Jew to me. It sounded more like... <laughs> okay. I was going to make some jokes that are just are not in good taste right now. We can't joke you, about oh, he said, he as said much a as... pile of shoes outside of... Uh... Oh, God. <laughs> that... Jesus fucking Christ. That's, that's right. That would be the worst thing to be compared to ever. You have the personality of the discarded shoes yeah. of millions of murdered did children and uh, women and, and, and some men and many men. Um, now, Jesus so the question Christ. is... I, I did not take offense to this at all. I um, I do not think I have the personality of the shoe. I came at him in person and I said, you think I have the personality of a shoe? And, and so I wondered, should I be taking offense at this? What is the, a shoe's yeah, personality, yes. though? <laughs> yes. We, 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 there's no question. We don't need to t- debate whether or not, oh, what kind of shoe. Well, maybe it's a good thing because well, so, shoes are versatile and, and flexible and, and comfortable. If they're Brooks, well, yeah, but if you ever talk to a shoe, it's not ta- like I think it it's listens. an insult, but it's fun. It's it, he is exaggerating, yes, for the sake of comedy. Um, you are just what he meant by that, <laughs> I think, is that you're a literal person. I mean, it's like talking to someone who is not gonna, you're a nice guy, there's no question about it. Everyone who listens to the podcast knows that. I wouldn't have you in my life, I, I don't think I could. Uh, yeah, anyone. I just have I have to be around people who are nice, but you also don't really have a lot of um room for like small talk like bullshit. You're mm. just a literal guy. Little- and shoes are literal, but I think it's an insult for sure. Oh, but is it but it was an insult meant with malice or was it an insult? Your meant- tongue is always hanging out, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, um that you're might be soulless. True. Have- or no, you're you have a soul. Yeah. I have a soul. Uh um, soulful practical. Well, then he went on to say that I no, he's like he's not like a shoe. He's like a uh, an an oatmeal cookie you left in the car. Okay, we're getting better. <laughs> that he, has more. There's like, more ingredients in it. It's not as just flat. Like comedically, just saying shoe is yeah. very. It just sounds. It sounds. I mean, it sounds like a slur, like we said before. But an oatmeal cookie left in the car. Let's yeah. examine this. Um, oatmeal cookie. He chose that as the uh, the most boring cookie. Yeah, unfortunately yeah, yeah. like that's what he was going so, for there we, we're not dummies we know what this joke <laughs> construction was and then in the car there's some warmth to you sure sure well you know and I, you're kind of like oh i found this yes i don't hearty. agree something smells good i'm okay. sure there's people i'm sure there's people who agree Noah's but- doing a, a more bullshit spin than i am but mine's bullshit too yeah it's not good now it's important None to know that make him feel it's better. important to know, well, <laughs> know it's important to also know the context of where this was coming from the context was I had to go into this meeting and sit with these people for like 20 minutes um, and, and and talk to them. And they thought it was funny that it was me that had to go sit with them because these people wouldn't want to talk to me anyway because I'm, I'm not a real person in, in the industry. And um, then so also some powerful people within the industry, some people that are like making the decisions that probably aren't the creative types have to talk, ha- not have to are talking to you. Why are they talking to you? I had to come in and not. So me and Tim were supposed to go to this meeting together and Tim Tim was late for 20 minutes. Oh dear. And so so I had to sit there and vamp for 20 minutes. What did you do? And Tim and Annie thought it was funny that they had to talk to me. And first of all, it was probably because I'm not like, why would anybody want to talk to me in this situation? No, that's not true. When they're they're expecting Tim. When they're expecting (laughs) Tim and they're Tim fans. Also, you're not going to be disappointed in Brian Frangie. You're just you're so interesting and funny. And but but if they're just interested in like fame and like someone they who's were flashy, for sure, yeah, it's going to be very disappointing to meet the the Apple guy. They're expecting they don't even know you're the Apple. But guy. here's the other thing is they didn't even know I was going to be at the meeting. 
So, oh, God. I was supposed to, Brian. so I was sitting there for 20 minutes talking to these guys. Tim is really setting you up for success in this. <laughs> what? Could he give them a heads up? No, it was fine. I'm guessing not. It, it no, all no, no. worked out absolutely fine. And these guys, we, uh, we didn't have a good time with anyway. But um, I think that's also <laughs> why that he said. What's the, Tim like in a meeting? I, I, I'm just the biggest Tim Dillon fan, and I'm so excited that you're... He's the same... Uh, whatever you're doing with him, I'm excited about it. I don't know. He's but, the um, same person yeah, in me. every single situation. He's just a, a brutally honest... Yeah, I mean... But he's also, again, extremely kind. Oh, yeah. Generous. Without a doubt. He'll like, surprise there's just you. A, there's, a, there's a loving part of him that just radiates. And by the way, yes. people told me that you said that Kylie Jenner might have been at his party. But it was oh. 100% Caitlyn Jenner, which right. is the okay. wildest Jenner to be like, like, I understand boys being like, I don't know if it was Kendall or Kylie or Courtney or Chloe. Like, I get that, but not knowing. And you even were like, it might have been the mom, which is well, even like, okay, there. whoever Taylor was like, was it a 70 year age difference? Or like, you know, we made a joke about it at the time. Caitlyn Jenner is so not Kylie in in many ways. I didn't um, see this person. So I but didn't. How ha- did. But how did the word Caitlyn Jenner not register to you as the former Bruce Jen- like like a, a, a pivotal name in our gener like y- people who don't know the Kard- Kardashians know Caitlyn Jenner because she's the face of the the trans movement that you know right right you know like how did that not face, stick for you the face and body or, well what about like <laughs> even when you found out Caitlyn Jenner was there why weren't you like whoa Caitlyn Jen-? like was there no discussion of what that was like was she like oh Tim I love your spread like did she. <laughs> I love the spread you got here. Did you say five minutes? Like, why was there no discussion about what happened around? I it? did ask a little bit um, after the fact of, about this, and I was like, did, okay. did they hold court? Uh, was everyone around them? And 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 uh, is it he or she? She. She came early, and there wasn't a lot of people there, so it was kind of just like a, a little small hang. And then she left before most of the people came. Damn it! Yeah. Oh wow. And I, I was know. one of those people that wasn't there yet. So I didn't God see. Damn it! I didn't you were talk trying to be to. cool, man. I know. Well, I, I. Who knew that getting to parties right on time, you might see some of the biggest celebrities maybe because that's they the know cool that they're going to miss most people. Yeah, maybe it's cool to be on time because in L.A., people Just never show early. up. People never show up on time to anything in L.A. No. So no. if you're super cool and you just want to see the people you want to see, you say show yeah. up on time and we'll leave in 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that. Have you ever had someone? You sh- getting there early to a party is such a hilarious thing that I'm sure some people have done be like, <laughs> I, I want to help out. Oh, like yeah. my mom, every time it's time for a party and my growing up, like it would be t- the p- guests would arrive and my mom would still wet hair. Yeah. Slick. It was a wet hair podcast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was, she was a slick fuck. Um, when I used to host just, like game nights or whatever at my house, yeah. and I'd have like some people come that I was like not really friends with. I would always keep a couple of bags of chips and food things unopened. So that when they came and I, if I, I didn't want to talk to them, I would say, oh, could you set up those chips? And then they have a task to do. Yeah, that is. See, that's yeah. why you have the personality of an oatmeal cookie in a <laughs> car. That kind of thing. Like that's that's the in the car part. Yeah. Is that interesting thing about you that you have planned for something in case people get there early and you're not ready. Yeah. Instead of doing the thing that you could be doing to get ready and they just sit around, you give them a task. Yes, I give them a task. That's so, but that's even more work for you because you're like I got I want to put out those chips and salsa but I gotta wait until people could get here early per chance yes. and then someone has to do it eventually yeah um all right well that's an interesting but in take context on that. in context yes. it's funny for me to be extra boring 
in that context of that meeting, that which is of why, of course, the shoe comment me for being so boring makes is there you have to go to that extreme or else it's not funny. No, they're comedians. They, yeah. yes, that's it, why I, I didn't like take that offense you to it that. per se. No, they have to set up that uh, this the story of you being stuck there because Tim is twenty minutes late and they don't even expect you, and you also happen to have the personality of a shoe <laughs> adds so much color to the story. Yes. this is um. Have you ever got? I'm trying to think of times where. Maybe this has happened to me where I've I've heard something about myself that I didn't let like that. If someone said that about me, I'd be I'd be very hurt. <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't I hurt at all. No, but you shouldn't be because I know what he like. Clearly, you don't they like said he's nice hanging things. out with you. They said nice Weird. things, too. They said, like, okay. he's a wonderful comedy say? writer. He's an amazing comedy yes. writer, but he has the personality of the shoe. And then, <laughs> and then oh, Annie shoe. said, "You wish of this shoe. shoe." And then he held up a shoe, shoe and it was cool. like a, a brown. And then, uh, and then, and then Annie <laughs> he said, um, "He, yeah, he won't start the conversation, but he'll punch it up." So, like, these are like nice things to say. Oh, that's a, actually that's an interesting. That's an interesting thing to say. And I th- wonder if I agree with that of you being someone who won't. No, because you'll. You, I mean, I worked with you all summer on Faboy Island, yes. and you would come in with like you would be kind of quiet and then you would just kind of like stare you'd be thinking about something you go i have a question and it would just be like out, everyone would kind of jump and then we would get you would come up with some very random thing that you have been thinking about on your drive into malibu an hour and a half um that is very specific but you you know you're always going through some um or I guess lately you have been going through some like shit's been piling up for Brian Frangie. Yeah. And I don't think you're a person that just has shit pile up. I've known you for years, no. but like right now it's like a thing after thing. Yeah. I mean, it's- and that's what I try to explain to Tim is that I feel like my personality is like 25% diminished because of all the, all my problems. And then- yeah, dude, it totally is. You're in pain. I asked Brian about his pain, tooth pain that he's been having. We've covered it on other episodes, but He's been having for how many months now? Since two and a half years. Okay, so that's twelve. So I plus do. I have six, a question for months. the besties because I got my second no. crown in yesterday. 24. I got my second crown in yesterday. It's 30. on my top, and I feel like I feel like it's a little bulky. And I want to ask any besties uh, if you've gotten an implant crown, so it's like a full crown tooth. Did it okay. feel weird at first? Bulky. Which I'm sure it did. And then if so. How long did it take you to get just get used to it and then it start to feel normal for you? Okay. I'm sure that there's lots of besties who have crown. implants. You've had a crown? I don't think I've had an implant, though. I've had a root canal. And then oh, a crown put on canals. top? Mm-hmm. And then did it feel weird? I mean, weird? I assume that's what they do. I cannot remember, which leads me to believe no. Yeah, so mine feels weird. But I'm also not a sensitive person. I'm so physically. sensitive. Yeah, so it, it feels like it's like pushing in on my tongue, so... It's like my that's tongue's bullshit. getting in the way. So I want to oh, know if Brian. that's a if that's a issue that other people have. A normal have. thing that'll go away. Yeah, and how long okay. did it take? And so how how long should I wait before getting a change? <sighs> is it hurt though? I mean, is your your pain is all still there because the pain is the your pain is from your jaw because the grinding yeah. of the teeth because the teeth being uneven. So the pain isn't in the tooth, it's in the jaw. Yeah, just right? getting Correct? the crowns mean nothing for the pain. It just means It means nothing. I'm, right. I'm, I'm the next you, step. My point initially was you were operating one day you told me and you're not a person who exaggerates uh, when some, you know, you do for comedy sometimes. But I feel like you said your pain was an eight out of ten. Yeah. A a lot of days. Yes. And so I know for me, I wouldn't I mean, there's no way I would be able to function like that. Like you're dealing with something that is I've talked about this before on the podcast. Whenever I go through pain, you just you can't help but feel so sorry for people in chronic pain. 
and how they do learn to cope with it because what the fuck else are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what else? What are you going to do? You have to keep you working. You can't just you lay in bed and be sad. And writhe. Yeah. And um, you just have to like, or tinnitus. <laughs> Although it is so funny. Anything that's like chronic. It's funny to writhe all day. <laughs> what did oh, you man. do today? I was writhing. <laughs> Writhing sucks so much because it's the only thing you do when there's there's no comfort. There's nothing else. So you writhe when is, you had your migraines. You must have writhed. I would writhe so much. You, you know, it's just like a, an animal that's like flipping back and forth because it's like on the way out. Like there's, it's just searching for like mom, like oh, what, like oh, yeah. any kind of like a any possum kind of in like a cage. comfort. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, like a, a starving possum in a cage. Yeah. Now that would be a more. That, it was probably not writhing as much because it was just like so tired it was dying yeah. from hunger yeah. and like kind of sh- in a ball but i don't know just because i've i've felt like a, a dying possum before oh i forgot I to starving. mention this update that I the um the i got a letter in the mail from the possum uh recently saying how how it's flourishing in no. the woods it wrote me a no. letter i don't like <laughs> this is what shoe this is shoe <laughs> no that isn't shoe but you're like trying to get out of shoe and i don't like it whatever that was oh so that like was you. me trying well that was <laughs> No, I lie all the time. I I do I do comedy no, that lies. That was a cute. That was a cute lie. But that was. I mean, we knew it was a lie from the get go. You got a letter from the possible. Like I just didn't get the setup. I wasn't invested. Oh, so what? Did I'm I, sorry. That was on me. Well, what did I need to do in order? Noah, to how did you? Set how did you receive properly? that, Noah? Yeah, I thought how did you receive it, it? that maybe it was like something that Allie did to make you feel better. Oh, oh see, she was taking no. it literally. You took it literally. Yeah, that would have been. Though. Yeah. So then what should I, well, sometimes that works out and I Not say something so. that's, you know. No, you're, no, you got to take chances. I'm just going to give you take shit shots. because now we have the shoe thing. Yeah. And now I need I, to add to my personality. It's not fair though, because I don't think you feel like you can take shots at me because you like, I'm, uh, but I want you to be able to take shots at me. But like, also I do think that I'm a little sensitive bitch and that I, like I said, I don't think I would have been able to take shoes. So it's not fair that I take shots at you if you um, can't t- give them to me. So I, I say that you should, you should be able to, but I take shots at you sometimes. Tread yeah. Okay. Good. But they're not, okay, good. I never, I'm glad that you don't, I don't take pull, shots pull at people. I don't take shots at people, including you that have to do with like your personality or but I, I'll take shots at you for something you just said. If I if I think what you said didn't yes, make sense. Yeah, I like that about you. Yeah. I don't feel like you just like let me get away with stuff. And then sometimes if I'm like, like we mainly are recently have been talking about jokes. And if it's something where you just go, okay. And sometimes I'll read that as like, he's mad at me because I'm used to <laughs> a, <laughs> living around people who are like, when they're mad at you, they just go, okay. Yeah, I and then it's like quiet, and I go <laughs> with Brian. I've everyone knows what I'm talking about. This kind of person that just goes, fine. yeah, fine, yeah. Go and ahead. I go, if you want to take the car to yeah, Malibu, go ahead. Yes, I'll go. Yes, I'll go, Brian. I don't know that joke. I know you don't. You maybe think I should lose it. I just like it because I like the. It's like a change in character for me. But I'll give my reasonings, and he goes, all right, fine. And it's just like I go, oh no, he's mad, but. <laughs> He's just saying fine. Yeah, no, like, I genuinely. Well, obviously, so it's I don't, like I don't read it as that at all anymore. Oh, good, because that is not. No, I'm. That's that's the shoe. But at first, the the instinct in my little brain is at first like, oh no, he's mad. But now that is like a millisecond, a million, a million millisecond. Yeah. Um. Uh. We got to go to break. Uh. Before we go to break, I just want to tell everyone we are not going to be doing shows next week because I'm taping my special in Seattle, which there are tickets still available. The 16th in Seattle, Brian will be there. I'll be there. Um. And and, and Noah will all be the there too. I forgot. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, most of the girls. I've from never girls seen Noah in person, there. so this is going to be a, a meeting what for us. What the fuck yeah. is that yeah. real? Yeah. 
stop. That's so exciting. Okay, so we're doing that next week. And so I'm, all my energy needs to be focused on that. So there will be no podcast next week. But we will be back on the, I guess, 20th, Wednesday, the 20th. Um, to talk about all things my special. So send me good vibes on um, December 16th, Saturday. I would really appreciate that because I do believe in that kind of energy. So think of me that night and think positive things, not nervous or negative things. And I love you so much. Okay, we'll be back with more show after this. Hey guys, you've heard me talk about my Seattle upcoming special taping and some tickets just opened up and I want to give them away for free to besties. So if you are a bestie, listening to the podcast right now and you are a single person that um is just one person that wants to go to the show i'm sorry that they're uh they're only single seats because um we need we need seat fillers and that's what you're gonna be if you want to go for free to my show really good seats all over um just opened up for both shows seven o'clock and nine thirty for my december 16th seattle taping all you have to do is write into nikki glazer besties don't forget the s on the besties nikki glazer besties at gmail.com tell us your info and we'll get you that ticket um i hope to see you there and uh yeah so this is the ultimate opportunity to go alone because you can't go with someone else so um this is perfect for people without friends because it looks like that you could have friends but you could just say well i couldn't bring a friend um and um, and I won't assume you don't have friends if you go with this one ticket. Uh, I'll see you there. I love you. Bye. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does, and it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time, you want it to look really good, and you want it to, like, stand the test of time in terms of, like, fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince, because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year-round. 
I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. Washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C, Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. All right, we're back. Okay, speaking of what we were just saying, where for a millisecond, I think Brian might be mad at me. A millisecond yesterday, I thought my life was over. I'm about to be raped, mugged. I'm definitely about to be violently attacked. Oh my God. For like, a, it was probably two milliseconds or three. Wow. It was, it was, it was a point, I would say, if I'm just being honest, it was point one seconds. Okay. But that is enough. You know how people go like, oh, I, I my life flashed before my eyes, yeah. you know, all these things like think bit major things can happen in that split second like time moves so where everything slow. slows down when you're feeling what threatened the fuck i had so many thoughts in that point one second and i'm i think yesterday i might have said it was point eight seconds but like it j- literally was a microsecond i was walking home from pilates and i'm with my headphones on much like these like covering my ears which i love in the winter when you're you have headphones like this and it's cold outside and they're also earmuffs that is that you get two for one. That is a great thing about earphones. Um, little sidetrack. Also the same as picking up dog poop in the winter. Warms your hands and you get to pick up poop. Two things in once. You kill two birds. And then you throw that bag of poop at a bird and you actually kill a bird. Okay. But so I was rocking home with the cans on. I'm on my phone kind of like in the world. I My Pilates place is pretty close to my apartment. So I'm turning into the garage and I'm walking into the... Now the garage area, it's like... It's, there's, it's well lit. It's like, it's, you drive through this garage. So it's like, it's one end is open and the other end is open. So it's like, it's an open, it's not like a closed, scary garage. It's like almost open air, but kind of not. And I'm getting to uh, the place where my door is, where it's the package room. And then right there is the elevators. Like, it's like, it's very populated. So being attacked here, my first instinct when I thought I was being attacked was, this is a great, this is going to hurt whatever's about to happen but at least people will hear me scream. It's still, it was, f- I think, four or five o'clock, so it was still kind of light outside. Heavy security and there's camera. And tr- heavy foot traffic around. Like, I, that was, yeah, that's, that was what I was impressed by was like, the security camera's just gonna, like, that doesn't matter to me because I'm like, it'll just capture my death. Like, I need help now. Yeah, at least a security a camera, someone in a room somewhere isn't gonna see that and then run down and with enough time to help no. me, whatever's gonna happen. Yeah. So it was like, I need immediate help. There's someone nearby, like, there's a sidewalk here. And it's well lit. Someone wouldn't attempt to murder me. They, maybe that was it, Noah. If they know that they're going to be seen, they wouldn't murder me yeah, or something. Yeah. But so I had all well, those no, thoughts. No, I just kind was thinking of like last the, footage of Nikki Glazer. Oh, yeah. Instagram. That, oh, yeah. man. No, <laughs> yeah, it'll be on Reddit. I will have like, yeah, I hope my murder isn't one that I'd want to watch or hear about. Like, I don't watch these things. Actually, some a bestie just wrote to me. After having, did you hear about the guy who got his neck sliced open and bled out on the hockey rink? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I thought that was like an accident. It was. Okay. Yes, but I described it as just, it wasn't like I was like, did he, he had it intentionally. <laughs> I said it in a way that sounded that, but I did not it, imply that. Right, right. It was an accident. Yes. But the guy was charged for manslaughter because even if it's an accident, it's still manslaughter. Yeah. Which I forgot about. 
Because everyone's like, why was he charged? Which I, it was a total accident, but he did die and he's responsible for someone's death, I guess. I don't know. Well, it was during a, it a hockey game where you're, I it mean, don't you game. take certain risks by playing hockey? And one of those risks, unfortunately, is getting your neck sliced open by a hockey Yeah, blade. but if you drive, don't you take certain risks by driving? But if I drive and do something that isn't. If you that, were doing, rec I, if you were reckless. So was this guy who sliced his neck like doing something reckless? Possibly, I guess. I guess that's the, I guess that's the rub. He must is, have is, is fallen and then flailed his legs. Well, someone watched it for me. A girl wrote me and was like, oh my God, did you hear about this? And I go, yes. Oh my God, I'm obsessed. I read everything. I read every account, but I couldn't find like, I wanted to hear a description of it without seeing the video because I don't want to see it and she watched it and described it to me and so anyway um it was the guy like the guys who skate from what I understand I could be remembering this wrong the guy jumped up and sliced the guy's neck and then you just see him grab his neck and just blood fucking spurting everywhere and he keep he's keeps skating for a second he's like standing oh think, god those happens. are the worst he was and so it's almost like it, Mortal Kombat yeah, where so they he, slice them and like, they keep standing and then they just crumple. How did the ice skate blade get to the neck, neck if he was standing? He was doing a uh, triple axel. I, don't, I, don't, I, I literally don't <laughs> so know. So he sliced he him doing three times, fucking... like 360s? Oh my, that is it's like... so sad. It's so sad. Yeah. And like such a freak accident. I mean, there's nothing worse than being involved in a freak accident. Oh, no. It's a horrible word yes. to have associated yeah. with your death. So what oh, yeah. this, this would have not been a freak. Garage. I was walking and then all of a sudden... I see in my periphery and I am deeply in my phone, which is not a mistake in this area that I'm talking about. Like you would just never be attacked here. All right. I, that's my, that was my first instinct of like, no one's going to attack me here. Then all of a sudden from the door that I would be walking into, I see a man running towards me. All I can sense is a man is running towards me and I have my headphones playing music pretty loud. So the I soundtrack can't, to your I death. can't, I don't know if they're saying something or what, I can't hear anything. Yeah. The soundtrack to my death would have been, you're losing me. Stop. <laughs> you're losing me. It would have been Taylor Swift, <laughs> hey, which is actually approved by the American Heart Association or something for doing the compressions. Like, oh. you're losing me. Stop. You're losing me. And that song is like, um, my heart won't beat anymore. Oh my That's God. That's like what you're supposed to be pushing the chest with. So anyway, I go, just go, <gasps> Because I'm just like, it's a man. I know it's a man. He is hurling towards me at a crazy speed. And it was Chris running at me full <gasps> sprint just to go like, whoa, like to oh, scare me. Oh. And he saw the expression on my face. And he was, he immediately was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I just got my life back. <laughs> like I was like recovering. Like I just, I just got my life back. Like, I'm just not going to be violently attacked. I was so happy yeah. that I wasn't going to be violently attacked because I was really like, this is going to hurt so bad. I don't, I should have probably gone to jujitsu. I should have <laughs> done what Noah said to do. Why have I been doing Pilates instead of self-defense? Like all of these regrets flooded through my Man. nervous system. And he was, he was like, I thought you would see me so much sooner. You know, like I saw him when he was right here. So it was just like, yeah, I, it was a hundred percent happening. And I, I don't know, I, I, that must be the, I know that's the feeling you feel before you're violently attacked. I felt it. It was I like Dr. Strange when he knocks your soul out of you and then you're like, Whoa. and then he pulls it back in or he gets pulled back Shoe. in. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Doing that well, all the time now. It's so shitty. Well, you don't no, know, no, the no, Doctor I don't Strange know Dr. Strange reference. I don't, but everyone loves Doctor Strange. So I, yesterday you know on is, a meeting that with, with us, uh, yeah, but you were in a car. I could barely hear you. This is my defense oh, on this one. Okay, happened? go on. Ari, Ari said that I'm a I'm a nerd. <laughs> 
Yeah, so he which really is did. it? This is not a am good I a week nerd for Brian. making Doctor Strange references or am I a shoe? Like, get it straight. No, uh, this is Ari Ari Finling, who I love so much, who has a great podcast called um, Never Not Tired. That's about parenthood. It's hilarious. He's so funny. But he was on this writers' meeting with us yesterday. And he, Ari has this like harshness about him sometimes where he's like, you fucking idiot. Like he'll just like call you a fucking idiot about like, he'll be like, do you want a tissue? Like he'll be like sniffling. And he's like, yeah, I do. You fucking idiot. Like he's a little embarrassed that he got caught sniffling or something. So he comes at you with this like really harsh thing, but it's all love. But then I, I catch him a lot of times getting called out on it. And then he pulls out like, oh yeah, you fucking dumb fucking nerd. Like he digs in or he'll like, but it's it's a cute attempt at him being close to you. Oh, I see. I see. Well, yeah, Ari it's and just I a, are, It's a failed attempt, but you are close. We, I wouldn't say we're close, but we were buds back in the day when we were in and New York. Ari, I told him this the other night. I go, I for, I didn't realize that you were the guy that when Brian Frangie got his windows yes. knocked in and stuff stolen from him, it was another one of those weeks of, that you've been having recently of just a pile on. Like once every 10 years. And you years. had your stuff... Yeah, you had a bunch of stuff taken out of your car. What else was going on for you? Your arm was broken or something? Well, I broke my wrist. I didn't even know it was broken. Yes, I remember. And then, and then I, when I was driving to the doctor to get uh, x-rays on my wrist, someone rear-ended me. Yes. And uh, But then but then you messaged me. In a, that, that's, that was the week before I went that's to right. California. Yeah. I've told oh, that story. Oh, and I'm the hero of the You're story. You're the hero. Ari. Never that's mind. That's why. Ari did, though. He worked at Models at the time. Yes, sporting goods and store he- in New York. Yes, and he got you a bunch of um, replacements. Just some for, stuff. I didn't he, ask for this. He just, out of the no kindness reason. of his art, heart, heard about my story and gave me all this stuff, like a new gym bag, some he's shorts. He's so great. So I don't care. Yeah, if Ari can call me a nerd all he wants, I know that he's a great guy. He's he's a love. Like, this is what I the know theme that of the episode I, I like already him, like, no is like what. people that might be like say horrible things are like these sweet softies, like Tim, Annie, me, you, uh, Ari, and Ari. Um, also, like my dad, my dad, me, Ari, and Andrew went on a road trip to do outdoor shows during COVID together. My dad and I would sing like a song, and then Andrew and Ari would open, and we were all in a car for like, you know, a total of doing like I think we did three or four cities together. It was like thirty hours in a car, like really long time in the car. And my my dad would laugh so hard because Ari, whenever he would get. <laughs> Andrew and him would get mad at each other and they're old friends. He would just be like, I swear to God, Andrew, I'm going to suck your dick so fucking hard. <laughs> and my dad would be like, why is that? The, why are you, why is that the threat? Why you're mad at him? And he'd be like, I swear to God, I'm going to suck your fucking dick off, Andrew. I swear. It was, it's just such a funny, it's such a funny thing to get mad at someone and threaten to suck their dick instead of being like, I'm going to beat the shit out of you with that same fervor, say the gayest thing. Yeah. Is my, but my dad couldn't believe it. And, um, really like my dad, my dad, like, uh, kind of, I don't know if this is the same kind of thing, but he is always surprised at guys doing like kind of gay things in jest or like boy bros, like kind of, but the thing is my dad has done gay things in jest. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. Is it homophobia? Cause that's why it's funny because it's so bad. A little bit. Well, in the way of like my dad grew up in a time where that wasn't people couldn't be open about that. It's just so a obviously taboo there's a or something. Yeah, so, it's yeah. taboo. And he's just like, I can't, and, and he thinks, by the way, he's crying laughing because it's such, it's such a fun, <laughs> it's funny. It is funny. Yes. And it, and it, but it is a way for men to be closer to each other and actually touch each other. I think it's a little bit sure, of an excuse. And sure. I, I bet most of them would say it. I would say 99% is a joke, but it's 1%. Like, I just want to put my 
you know, I just want to mime blowing my back right now. I just want to feel close. I just want to grab someone's hips yeah. right now. Do you watch um, um, Welcome to Wrexham on FX with no, Ryan Reynolds no, and McElhaney? Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. Well, there's so Ryan Reynolds and McElhaney have a bromance in that they even do an episode where they go see a couple's therapist or something or, or an expert on like yeah. male friendships. And I do see that sometimes between them where they'll do something like uh, sexually uncomfortable to each other because they're so yeah. close. Yeah. That's you should kinda, watch that's that. Hot that's a great. Those two are pretty hot. Well, I wouldn't mind seeing those two. I mean, get sexually close. Yeah, and I don't know. That's never really turned me on. When like two guys I'm attracted to, I'm like, but picturing those two, I'm just like, oh, there's something like I, their friendship so is beautiful. so enviable. That's really the documentary. And they both to look me. alike. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Well, my dad. This is this is crazy. My dad. One time was on the he goes on these like camping trips and river excursions with his guy friends. I think around October they go out for like four days and they, you know, camp out and stuff and canoe all day. And one night he his buddy Dave Miller was like just sitting, you know, meditating or something. And my dad came up to like join him. And there's just sitting in these chairs on the the bank of this riverbed. And uh, my dad realizes that he's like hey we should let's just be gay for a second see what everyone else says back at the campfire like if we just get a little gay like because we're kind of off by ourselves it looks like they might think that we like are alone and like they might think that we're like you know so my dad like put his arm around the chair and just start like rubbing his shoulders a little bit and then or maybe my dad saw someone taking a picture or something and was like i'm just gonna do this and they're gonna feel like they caught a moment between us so Someone took a picture. I think it was my uncle TV took a picture of my dad and Dave Miller in this like they're backlit by like the sunset, you know, and they're these two guys in a chair and it was picked. This picture somehow got picked up by like my because my brother is in river culture stuff. It now is like a gay picture that like people use like sincerely to be like gay men on the oh river. Oh my God. Like enjoying each other's company. So it's been on like Instagram <laughs> posts and kind of been like spread around as like, hey, these like rugged river men are gay. Like it was a, a little bit of a broke back um, wow. picture that people have taken seriously at, because it was a joke, but it made me laugh so hard. And my dad's <laughs> like, I'm going to get canceled for that. And I'm like, you're not no. going to. Like it, what it was, was it was a moment of friendship and love between two men in a different way. And now it's you know, being used and for whatever, however people want to interpret it, yeah. it's fine. Um, you weren't like being overtly homophobic when you made the joke so I don't think it's I don't think it's a bad thing but uh, he's probably gonna be like don't tell that story <laughs> but late. I think it was so funny <laughs> too late it's told um, it's did also, you guys it's also well, a sorry. thing in uh, in the east coast just going back to like people saying things like mean things to you but you know yeah I'm gonna suck your dick it's just like an, to oh, me, or just mean. growing yeah. up I, I mean that was the love language of the east coast was just to mm. say something mean like here's a common thing that would happen in New York you'd go you you go to someone at a party and um, they mentioned a mutual person that you know. So someone would come up to me at a, Noah would come up to me at a party and goes, oh, do you know Nikki? In New York, my response would be, oh, that asshole? Yeah, she's a real piece of work. Yeah. And that's meant, that's yeah. like the highest form of praise. Oh, you mean that shoe? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like be, saying a piece of work, it's almost like that Tim Robinson sketch. I start start laughing about it already. The one, do you know the one where he's like 
uh, the skateboard re- like there, he's introducing a new skateboard. Oh yeah, team. you've been sh- you've been sharing that. I've been watching it every time you share. I'm it. obsessed yeah. with it. Okay, so he introduces Concrete Halloween, and it's a new skateboarder. And then he just talks about assembling this crew. And he just, I just always wanted to assemble a crew of like really bad people. Like these people are really bad. And then he goes, I just want to be cool. I guess I've always just wanted to be kind of cool and wanted people to think I'm really a cool, like tough guy. And then he goes. I just always wanted I always wanted people to think I was fucked up. <laughs> I always wanted to leave a room and have people go, you what that guy's fucked up. <laughs> I listened to it this weekend with a meal. I, I listen to it all the time. If you haven't heard it, skateboard sketch, Tim Robinson. It's the funniest thing you'll watch all year, and the year is coming to a close, but it will win your 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 wrapped, coming your right Spotify wrapped of videos. It's so funny. Also, another one to watch that is literally a gem of a comedy video you'll everyone will enjoy it triumph the insult dog oh, God. on conan o'brien needs a friend podcast it, the oh, first part where it, he went on so the first new? part he just went on well robert smigel's on the interview but okay. the first part where it's like hello my name is triumph the insult dog and uh i feel blah 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 to be conan o'brien's friend you know where they do that the intro for every celebrity on his show yes yeah. You say, I'm Nikki Glazer, and I feel honored to be Conan O'Brien's friend. So he got on, and some of the jokes were like, uh, it's great to be. Uh, I, I was there at the beginning with you, Conan, when it was so tough, and now I am clearly, I am here at what is clearly the end. He was like, he was like, serious satellite radio. Oh, oh, the wave of the past. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, he goes, why? Oh, serious satellite radio. He goes, why buy the why buy the pig for free when you can pay $21.99 a month to rent this piece of shit? <laughs> like it was just it, it was it was so funny. There are so many great one-liners like all in a row, and it's like it remind it's a roast setup. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Triumph is a roast yeah, comic. Roast like up. that's the character. The I didn't even like up. think about it. Yeah. Um, but it's so funny. But I was saying, oh, the concrete Halloween, uh, everyone's I wanted to be a piece of shit. Oh, I wanted something you said made me think of something, and maybe I don't have time to finish it in this segment, but we'll uh continue it on the next one. I was in um couples therapy yesterday. Shit. Chris might be home, so I don't want him to think I'm like talking shit because no, I'm not. No, but not. I don't want him to be like, Oh, what is she talking about? Because um he wouldn't care if I said this, but because it's all about me. Which because it is. It's because that's why we were there, though, by the way. Because it's all about me. <laughs> um, it. Uh, I had double therapy yesterday. So it was a little bit like, oh, individual and couple. Mm. Um, but couples, I found out something interesting about myself. I, if we're talking about being insulted, I don't mean, I don't mind being called a bitch. Mm. Doesn't hurt me. It's not like it, it just goes like, whatever. Literally, out of all the insults you could call me as a woman, cunt, bitch, anything that's kind of has to do with your mean doesn't insult me. Now, this I had to make this clear because Chris is tiptoeing around those words in there, by the way, because I have been one and I am one when I get threatened when my when um we've realized it's around like if my free time gets threatened, if anything with my schedule oh. gets threatened, I will like kind of lash out. And I have to be honest, I don't think that I think. I, as I am very sensitive to him being sometimes moody or whatever that version of him, a man is, I'm very sensitive to it. And he's like, I'm just, you know, I'm just answering your question. I'm sorry. I'm not like smiling when I say it. I'm not mad at you. This is just, I think he can be also sensitive to me being a B, but that's 
That's uh-huh. my perspective, not his. His experience is I'm a B, but he doesn't want to say it. When a woman when does it, B, she's a bitch. Way. And when a man does it, he's a CEO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone's been listening to The Man by Taylor Swift. Um, so it, it is interesting to me. Okay, wait, hold on. When was I going with this? So, oh, so growing up, you would think bitch would be a really bad word for me to hear because I got called a bitch all the time by, by my mom. Oh, <laughs> my mom. And everyone's is shocked by that. But that's like the way that the East Coast talks like you're a real piece of shit, like calling your daughter a bitch is not good. <laughs> I don't think my mom would ever be OK with the fact that she did that if she Nikki, if she knows that she did because it continues to this day. right now. Is it like that? You're be- yeah, it's it would be like. I would be playing with my blocks and she, no, I'm just kidding. I would be like, <laughs> Nikki, you're would, stacking those blocks like a bitch right now. Yeah. Well, I got to go to break. Let me think about how she would say it. And I'll come back with my mom impression of her calling me a bitch. And we can, we can parse through this. All right. We'll be back after this. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, Self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Oh my God, you guys. I'm so excited that Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast because they have like all of my favorite clips on Instagram Reels. I'm constantly discovering new comedians from these clips. And I always like, how do you even go to these shows? Where are they happening? Well, now I know because I have the information right here. You can go to one of these shows. Don't Tell Comedy are putting on the coolest comedy shows in the country. This isn't like a comedy club. This isn't a theater. These are small, unique venues like on rooftops, backyards, art galleries. If you're looking for a 
a fun night out in your town, which it's probably in your town because these shows used to just be in L.A. And now they are all over the country, 150 cities in Canada, the U.S. and the U.K. Don't Tell Comedy is the best thing for you to go out and explore and do. You're going to see amazing new comedians. You're going to see pop ins from famous comedians. You've seen the clips online. Be a part of the experience live in person and do it on me, guys. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com and then use the code Nikki for 20 percent off your first show. 20 percent off. That's freaking good. Okay, so my mom did call me a bitch a lot as a kid. And I know this because my sister also got called a bitch a lot. And we joke about it all the time. But my mom calls people bitches. You know, like she's a little bit like, mm-hmm. but that's different. That's a festive bitch. We would be called bitches when we would ser- when we reached the age of bitch, which is around puberty. When you start to be like, I don't want to. Yeah. I hate this. Yeah. And you're just saying mean things and you're being, you're being a bitch. Yep. You're throwing things. You're going like, it's ugly and I hate it. And it's like Christmas morning. And you're like, what is like, I was a fucking grade a bitch when I was going through puberty and you know, hormonally I become a bitch. And, but I don't, I don't, I didn't care when she would call me that because, but the thing is that I, the thing about my mom, she can call us a bitch. You shan't call her a bitch. My mom. Uh-huh. That's why I'm so surprised that it doesn't trigger me. My mom's the worst thing you can call her is a bitch. So that's why I said B before because I'm so used to. If yeah. I talk about, I can say you're being a B. That slight that lightens it. <laughs> but if you want to maybe get slapped, which my mom slapped me one time in my life, it was definitely because I called her a bitch. There's no question in my mind. I don't remember exactly the conversation, but it had to be because it is just this triggering word for my mom. So my question is Noah. Is the word bitch and Brian to your wife, if she she seems like she could never be one, but um, how do you feel about being called it, Noah? And how do you feel about saying it, Brian? I haven't been called a bitch by anyone who is called. But you have been a bitch before. I have been. Right. I have been a bitch. Um, Do you agree? Is that like crazy? I've I've heard you recount things where you're like, well, I didn't act cool right then. And I said this like really, and I'm talking about early Noah too. Let's talk about Noah before she went to therapy. You had to have been a bitch a lot. I think being called crazy was the one that triggered me. (gasps) But being called a bitch is like, okay, great. I'm mean. Those two words go hand in hand sometimes. Yeah. Oh, crazy crazy bitch. That's interesting. Yeah. That'd be bad. Crazy. Crazy. I kind of like also because. Let me just say, if Chris were to call me crazy, I'd be like, I go to therapy. I see a psychiatrist. I might be crazy. At least I'm treating it. You might like you're not doing anything in my in, like right now. Mm-hmm. Like my, my thing would be like, call me crazy all you want. The, I do have a crazy, but I'm doing everything. I literally do everything I can it. in my yes. within my means. I'm reading the books. I'm reading. I'm subscribed to the Instagram accounts. I'm doing. Uh, I'm journaling. I. Call me crazy all you want. You that's like calling telling someone they have cancer. You have cancer. It's like yeah, I know. Like, but I'm I'm fine with it because I'm treating it. If you tell me I have cancer and I'm not doing anything for it, I I might be insulted. Um, but yeah, I I don't crazy to me is a condition that I'm proud to be because it also like being a shoe. It makes you what's special about you, like the personality of shoe. (laughs) Maybe that's not it, but like your quirkiness, whatever it is that he called you that. That's what makes you so fucking good. Mm. Honestly, yeah. I think at, um, <laughs> it makes me good at at writing and then being quiet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> are notorious. Very practical, gets you to work type of person. No, you're extremely creative and hilarious. Yeah, and and that's why I didn't really take offense to it either, because like right. I know I'm funny, you know. and I plenty of people have called me the opposite of a shoe. 
So I'm like, well, I think maybe you're just misinterpreting something. And, here. Okay. Bitch can be fixed. That's another thing. Bitch fix. That's yeah. going to be a new a- app that I come up with. <laughs> um, bitch fix uh, is what would be bitch fix? Bitch fix would be like a meditation app to get you out of like your moodiness. It would be like nice if it could break, if, if it could cut through to someone and actually change, like make them recognize their behavior as being bitch. I think I could. I think I could. I If people were open to the idea that they could be a bitch, I could maybe make a, an app that would serve me and other bitches out there to calm <laughs> down, not think about it from like me. Like, because yeah. I think bitch comes out when you're like, I'm a victim. I had no hand in this whatsoever. Everyone hates me. And when you are completely insecure, lashing out, like you're just, and you're weak, you're tired, you're hungry. What yeah. is it called? Halt. You're hungry. You're uh, anxious lonely or tired or yeah hungry angry lonely tired yeah um so like establishing those things and figuring out but anyway i told so i'm sitting there with the therapist and chris is like being like i don't want to say this word i hate this word and he's being so sad i go bitch i was like he thinks i'm a bitch and i go can i be honest with you and i'm like looking at melissa my my lady and i go i kind of like being called a bitch i'm i'm said i acknowledge that i don't like that it makes you feel bad and I don't like that. I don't want to make anyone feel bad with being bitch. And that's part of bitch. And I realize that. But when I hear bitch, I hear someone who might have some boundaries. And I like that about myself because I feel like so much of the time I I was just always had to be nice. And some, and I respect bitches a little bit or people that I would maybe call a bitch because they don't seem to need my approval. And I like that quality. Uh-huh. And I think that bitch has some of that for me. But she's got to tone it down. Like, keep all the things that's I like, you I don't care what you think. Bitch with assertive. You want to be an assertive woman. Not but a like, bitch. bad bitch. Yes, assertive. But that's the problem. I think assertive comes off as bitch sometimes to different people. Tend to take control. Right. Like, yes. let me just let me give you an example. Okay. Yes. Um, ask, Noah, ask me about something that, um, let's go through like all the ways in which I could respond to this ask from Noah in person. If you called me, which you rarely call me with an ask, but call, call me with something annoying. Okay. Nikki, um, I need you to read these three ads and they're due in like another 30 minutes. And I sent them to you last week. Okay. Um, and you, oh, if you send them to oh, me okay. last week, I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to get it done no matter what. Okay. 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 Yeah. I know that that's not really like us. <laughs> there's <laughs> not no, really there's like no us. way that I would go. Fuck you. No, I can't. Like, let's say, um, Nikki, you messed up this. Okay. If it was, um, you, you mispronounced this girl's name and I need it really quick to turn this okay. ad in. Nikki, in you. Minutes. And I'm just telling you now for some reason, even though that's not okay. your We're, we're <laughs> Nikki and Noah in a different dimension. Yeah. Nikki, you uh, misread this name in the ad copy and I need it. What's the name? It's uh, uh, Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> oh, I said uh, S- Sigourney uh, Weaver. Yes. Yeah. Right. I got Sigourney right. <laughs> For some reason, I got the easiest part wrong. Um, okay. I don't know why I said Weaver. Okay. Um, yeah. Honestly. Um, okay. This is me being uh, walked all over. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Well, no, this is that's normally me. Okay, I don't know what I'm trying to do here, but here's here's me being assertive. Uh, no, th- this could be, sorry, Noah, I'm really sorry. I don't have time to do that uh, and I'm not going to do it. You got to just tell them, take it as it is because that name's really confusing. That could be bitch because I'm not like, 
saying it like this, maybe in this tone, but just being like, I, because this is what happens with Chris and I, he'll ask me to do something and I won't have that tone of like, um, actually I can't right now, which I probably would with a regular producer because, you know, Chris is producing my special. Like if it was like a guy that I like just met in this project, I'd probably be like, I actually don't have time to do that today. I, I'm just like overwhelmed right now. And I think we're actually in really good shape and we don't need to talk about that thing until Tuesday and we can do it then. But instead I'll go like, oh, um, no, I don't want to do that. We don't need to do that until Tuesday. I'm not, I have a busy day. That's, that's the difference, it. right? Mm. You got it. But that's how I talk to my boyfriend, you yeah, know, like, well, and I'm not, and my point is I'm not annoyed at him. I'm annoyed lines. at who, like, I'm but just you wouldn't annoyed talk at like that situation. to like, let's say Bill Lawrence. You. You would talk, you would say the no. first way. No, no. I would say the first way. Uh, Bill Lawrence, me, well, he's a, kind of a closer friend of mine. So I'd probably be like, Bill, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't want to do that. No, we don't. Do you think we really need to do that? I don't think we need to do that. Like, let's wait till. So, yes. That's also being Because assertive. I'm not fucking Bill Lawrence. <laughs> so yeah. I don't need, I don't have the same, you know what I mean? But the, I it's, have, it being a woman is, but, it, that's, that happened. That's why I made that hilarious joke oh, yeah. about um, the no one that I everybody loved. About uh, if when you're a woman, you're a bitch. And when you're a man, the you're a CEO. Letter? Because yes. men are perceived like that same attitude would be perceived as like, oh, he's in charge and and it would be positive. But for women, it's it's viewed as a negative often. And final behind thought. Behind the joke with Brian Frangie. It is behind. The, this is interesting because I'm not. A lot of the stuff that's like men get this and women get this and it's harder for women. I'm not mad about it. It's just you like to point it out, you know, like it's just I benefit from a world in which men and everyone do expect women to be softer and maybe more cordial. There is there are ways in which I operate in that framework that makes it so maybe people don't think I'm a bitch when I'm assertive because of that same system. There are benefits to being woman and I can't come up with a fucking single one right now but no no i will say people don't expect me to carry shit uh-huh if they need help carrying stuff if they need help moving some chairs it, there's like and there's a man and I, it's me yeah a man has to do it and i get to just hang out like that's you're that's on the plane same, the same and there's system. someone trying to get their bag down and they can't get it down no one's gonna ask a woman to help them I always I, help yeah, and I love, I love doing it. it before men. I fucking love it so much because men just go like, oh shit, that was supposed to be my job. And I'm like, yeah, you were, you, listen, I, Pilates body's got it. I can, now yeah. I've got, I've locked in my shoulders. I know the stance. I square them. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I like, I like helping. This woman the other day was like, oh, she, she was very old and she was at the carousel and I, we were waiting for her bags. And she was like, I saw her go for one. And I'm like, no way, ma'am. She's like, totally bent over so broken and i was like i told her that i go you're so broken and bent um no i, I helped her with the bag and i got it and then she was like oh this isn't my bag and so i lugged it back on it was very heavy oh and when i did it when i first did it she goes you are you are so sweet which is just like i love hearing and she's yeah. like you do, you don't have to do a nice thing the rest of the day wow. you're done for the she day and i go Great. So then when we put her bag back up and she goes, now that's my bag. And I go, nope, I already did. You said I didn't have to do anything nice for the rest of the day. You're on your own. And I walked away and then I came back and helped her. But it was funny. Um, yeah, I don't have to do that stuff. Yeah. So there's like I some, do the opposite. I'm a, I'm a bitch on the plane because I, if someone asked me to take their bag down, I literally so have tall. to say, well, my cardiologist told me that I can't lift over 30 pounds in each arm. So I can't take down your bag. Wait, is that true? That's true. But so I but what? that's what I think. And then I do it anyway. And it hurts me. 
Wait, oh, wait. Oh my goodness. What? Your cardiologist told you you well, can't Well, I have a heart things? condition. What? I have, when? I, I have a, it's not a big deal, uh, at least oh, for wait, now. Oh, wait, this is the one that's not a big deal yet. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I remember But that. they said that don't lift any, don't lift over 30 pounds with each arm um, because it'll exacerbate your heart condition. So I have not been doing that since then. And so when someone asks me to take their bag down, I know that their bag is probably over 30 pounds. And you have to explain I, that then I, have I, a heart I, I explain it in my head and then it? I just do it because I'm not going to be no, like, Oh, be assertive. I'm not going to be, be like, bitch. Well, yeah. So it's like, I should be a bitch, but instead I just take it down and I go, Now I'm going to die a week earlier because of this. <laughs> oh my God. Thanks a lot. That is the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. So, and I don't get credit for that. Yeah. That's really, they nice don't know you. about my heart. Well, I don't how send can them you a be PDF assertive? with my heart. In that just situation, like, what it, can you change Brian. about what you yeah. said? Sorry, can't do it for you. My heart sucks. <laughs> you know, what am I going to do? I have all, any kind of, if you say heart condition, we instantly, everyone just stops listening and goes, oh, okay, uh, never mind. Yeah. Like, but, but even then, then I don't want con- there to be a scene and the whole plane is like looking at me like, uh, like. It's only for another 17 I'm seconds. I'm sorry, I have a heart condition. And then everyone's <laughs> like, oh, God, that was a little extreme. Yeah, it's awkward. It's a little extreme I have there. a friend. I have a How friend who dare you extreme. ask me, a person with a heart condition? Thanks for asking, by the way, if I have a, how I'm doing, you know. Yeah, there really is no way to announce you have a heart condition <laughs> no. when you're all standing up in that like tiny cabin area yeah. and everyone's just kind of, it's all quiet and there's no even music yeah. playing. The loading music is playing. It's just like the sounds of the <laughs> plane kind of going like. Oh, and everyone's oh, just oh, like, oh, can oh, you, oh, everyone oh, wants oh, me oh, to oh. take the bag down so that it goes moves, faster. Yeah. Yeah. And so now you are like reading your WebMD at this point. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, yeah, you're it's, taking out your heart awful. medication pills to prove it. Yeah, yeah, to prove it. I just I have to be on beta blockers since I was 35, <laughs> and you didn't. How dare you? Honestly, what's even in that thing? You're still talking as she's like, <laughs> someone else has already gotten it down for her, yeah. and you're still explaining I'm not it. Standing I really on a seat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerd heart condition yeah and no one really believes you but also like yeah it's no not one a good believes look. you no nobody believes you oh god yeah. um i i was thinking I have a about... lot of things that no one would, would believes me that i have but i have them yeah that's true yeah. you do well my like friend sean yeah well no <laughs> still up for debate um dsw so um uh my friend sean has a um sean o'brien yeah sean o'brien he has flight anxiety which was interesting to me but only after it lands he gets very anxious when everyone is eager to get out that's an anxious moment so he pops zannies usually or some whatever he has to calm himself as soon as the plane lands which i'm like once you're landed i think that's the the but he doesn't have a fear of flying he has a fear of everyone being anxious which is so <laughs> child of an alcoholic. No offense, Sean. It's so like, I need to control this. Like, I can't stand that everyone is so eager to get out. What, what is that you think? And, and I was trying to like help him. Stampede. Um, Do you think he's worried for like a stampede? I, no, uh, maybe like in a, in a dark caveman way, like he's worried about some kind of thing. But I think what it was, was. Cause I told him a thing that I do. Cause I, I sense it a little bit. Like I don't, I'm just like everyone, ew, calm down. When people tend to get nervous around me, I just go the opposite. And I'm like, you all are disgusting. Like be cool. Oh yeah. Cause this is hell. Yes. Like I really will. Like if people around me are like, so 
even on like working on my special, if everyone's like, we got to figure this out, I will just like lay back in my chair and be like, oh, do it. Like I reject that anxiety. I hate it. I hate it so much. Mm -hmm. So um, when I'm on a plane and everyone's getting nervous, I don't even notice I do this until I was talking to Sean and examining it. But I will... I will keep my sleep mask on after the plane has landed. The lights are on. Everyone's bags are packing up. I will stay curled in a ball with like a scarf over my face, not unbuckle my seatbelt because I know I can do everything in such a quick amount of time that it won't affect, it won't slow anything down. Yeah. I know that for me to take off my pill, pillow from my head, you have put it system. in my bag, put around my scarf, I'm fast. It'll take me one minute, but I like that everyone around me is like, this girl, she doesn't even... She's not going to be ready to yeah. go. I like. I like that. Are they're you in like, a window like seat or an aisle seat? Window. window seat. Okay, so, so it doesn't yeah, matter. It doesn't, even it matter. doesn't matter. You could sit there and people could pass you by. Who cares if they people really do want. all the time? It's because sometimes I'm like, I got to wait for my guitar to come up from the gates checked, and so I'm like, I'm not getting off this. Pl- I'm not getting up out of my seat to wait in that cold hallway anytime sooner. So people are like, or some people tap me like, "Are you okay?" It's just like. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Not that's very sweet of people because they don't want me to be. I've been woken up on planes before when I've slept through and the cleaning crew is like on and like, lamb, you gotta go. But um, but yeah, that and I, I believe I think it too. People, if people know Nikki Glazer, it's that she can do things very fast. That's that's the thing about me. I'm fast, I was you know on F Boy Island. I noticed that when you're making your exit after you come in to see the guys or girls, <laughs> you kind of do a Glazer exit. I'm fast. Oh, ever. It's the most awkward part of my fucking job is exiting out of the boys and girls chats on F boy. And now subsequently F girl Island, which will be out soon. I can't, I don't know how anyone would do that seamlessly. You just kind of go, okay guys, well, have a good party. I don't know how else this, okay. How else would you do it? You got to just get up and go. They don't need me anymore. I'm hindering them from meeting the girls who they all want to have sex with. Like they just have to talk to aunt Nikki for a bit. I feel like I got to get out of here. I'm a burden to them. So I fucking run. But how else are you supposed to say when you're in a conversation with people and you have to go, I, I mean, I'm sure I'm a producer's dream in terms of like, get her out of here, but I'm wondering what else people would do. Then say, "All right, guys, have a good night. See you later." That's it. I mean, yeah, no, else? you you do it. I just you just do it fast, and I like but it. But no one notices it. But I'm wondering how slower I could. Like, what would you do to do? <laughs> like, what's something that like a slower, Maybe like hugging more... everyone instead of just getting up and pivoting. You're... Yeah, see, but we wouldn't. We would just not use that. So I guess I'm just you trying to props. be time efficient. You come in with your bag and you put it down and you take out some, a, a, a bottle of water so that props when it's time would to leave, slow yes. me down. Yes. Whenever I have props, with like at therapy, I'm always looking at the clock. I hate going too like over their time. I hate being a burden to anyone too much. Um, and so I will start like, I'll just like put my like drink in my lap and then I start kind of like put put my fanny pack in my like you props do help me signify. I'm getting ready to abandon you. Mm-hmm. And so gear up. Don't be shocked because I think over the years, my Glazer exits have really oh, have um, been jarring <laughs> because they're so abrupt. <laughs> I know they are. Chris coined Glazer exit because him and his brothers, him and his brother, when they were living together and um, my friend, Sarah Lena and Vaughn, they were like, you like leave so fast after you say you're leaving, you leave and then you leave. Yes. There's no like, Hey guys, I'm thinking about going. Because it's a waste of fucking time. Yes. And it's You're a pleasantry right. that we don't need. Yes. If you leave, you leave. And it might be 
a bitch. <laughs> it might be a little bit of a bitch. Like I'm leaving. Well, like it's to too do. abrupt. So just a, just as a reminder, uh, before you do a Glazer exit on the podcast recording, I have two questions I need to ask you before you leave. Yeah, get them. Get them out. So I'll ask them after we're done recording. But I know you're going to do your oh, Glazer exit oh, and be like, all right, right, bye. Thanks. Good job. And then and you're gone. Oh, I Glazer exit after this. Okay. After the recording, you have two, I questions. Have two questions. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. So let's like finish this up because I'm dying to hear those questions. And <laughs> no one else gets to know them. You don't, they're, they're no, not nothing fun questions. Fun. No, no. Oh, they're not? No, no, okay. They're well, like... Gemini um, <laughs> with a Libra rising. And I don't know, cakes. actually. That's true. I'm uh, an <laughs> Enneagram uh, three. Uh-huh. And... Um, what other p- things do people want to know about me? Rice cakes. Um, rice cakes. Yeah, I've oh, I've been doing a thing with rice cakes that I'm obsessed with. What that I've been doing for a while, but I am ready to reveal it because it is kind of a weird food thing. But I think it is so delicious and consistency wise, it's a dream. You get your favorite type of milk. You put some um, s- vanilla stevia in it, like one drop or like you know a whole dropper of it to sweeten it. And then you dip plain rice cakes into the milk to soak it up because they soak up. It's like cookies and milk. But you know what? Cookie is like a hard, unless it's an oatmeal cookie. But you know how they're like generally hard and they don't soak up milk like to the center. And you might want to like, you would have to leave a cookie soaked a really long time to get it really saturated. If you're someone who likes really saturated things, rice cakes absorb instantly. It's a sweet treat because there's sweetness in the milk. And it like tastes like a sweet treat and has that consistency of like really soggy uh, like, but you can do it for just a second if you don't like really soggy and it's so delicious and it's like cereal at, at, on your own terms and you're biting it and you're dipping it in a bowl. Ah. So that's my, that's my sweet But not salty? Isn't it a little salty? Yeah, salt, but salt is always going to be good. I get the ones that are unsalted, mm-hmm. but if they're lightly salted, it's also delicious because salty and sweet is always good. Sure, like, like a yeah. sea salt on a dark chocolate bar. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. And um, but this is more of an anorexic take on that. Uh, you can put some chocolate powder in it to actually add some sweetness. But it's not anorexic. It's just like it, it is inspired by those same kind of eating habits of like, how do I eat as much as I can without my calories? But it is a sweet treat that is not hugely. You can have like five rice cakes and uh, almond milk with stevia. And the whole thing ends up being like 150 calories. And it feels like a big production and it's fun and it's sweet. Yeah. It's a treat. Okay. So that's my tip. Uh, not a diet tip, just a fun snack tip. And uh, another tip is that the podcast will not be on next week. So uh, eat those rice cakes. Enjoy them. Um, think of me on the 16th. Come to see me on the 16th in Seattle. Come to see us in Brea this weekend. Me, Brian Frangie, and R.A. Findling's brother, Noah Findling, um, are going to be in Brea at the Improv this weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then I will be in Hollywood doing some uh, random sets next week. And then I will be in Spokane on Thursday night next week. Um, and then so come see me there at a theater in Spokane and then that will be the special that will be the show I that will be the dress rehearsal performance yeah. of my um, special performance which will be on the 16th in Seattle two shows to choose from come out and see me um, any of those shows love you guys so much New Year's Eve and New Year's Eve Eve in uh, Paramount Theater in Denver so excited for those shows going skiing before that oh boy as a, tr- as a treat to Chris I hope I don't I'm not on crutches on those shows I won't be because I'm a great skier and great things happen to me all right, um, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Don't be cut and just be a fucking bitch. Um, bye. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. 
Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You got to check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts If you dare. 